0: So what they and welcome again to another episode of Latin and layman's. Thank you. I just want to say first off, um, you know, also shout out. I had a, um, a listener reach out to me over my email. I want to shout out, uh, Joe, Joe Lynch over in Australia. I want to appreciate you so much when I get those emails, when I know that I'm making, you know, an impact. And as far as all the way in Australia, um, it really get it just gets me going, especially like you know we all know podcasts are just like these things that that are free. We just do for the heck of them. Like I'm not I'm not a full time podcaster. I do this because I like to and because I find it therapeutic. You know, just speaking and words and understanding how I uh, or rather my idiosyncrasies, like the fact that I always say. Uh, AKA or without further ado or something like that. And like, you know, trying to be more cognizant about the way in which I speak as well, because I can always become better always. And everybody in their lives can become better at anything and everything. And that's what I love. Um, That's why I will always be a student of life. Although I am a teacher, I am a teacher, but also a student, just as your parents are not only parents, but they're also kids as well, still growing up through their lives. So I'm just all about the fact that I have people that are tuning in and listening to this dude here talk about a bunch of words and etymology, and some people don't even know what that means. Hey, you know what? If you don't know, now you know. Etymology refers to etymose, which means the true sense of, and ology, the study of. So etymology refers to the true sense of, the study of the true sense. And in this case, words, because what, we, what do we do with words? We take those words, we look at the words that we might not understand, like, hey, looking at hyponitremia, for instance, what the heck is that? Well, hypo, if I start to break it down, although I have no idea what that fancy dancy $10 word is, I go from A plus B plus C and I break it down very piecewise, like a shoe, like, you know, you're just flushing it apart, you're pulling it apart. It's like a formula. So you see hypo, hypo. What is hypo again? Oh, in my formula, hypo means low and or below. Um, but more more often than not, low, just the antithesis of high, right? Because hyper is high. And then that N-A-T-R, that affix, which refers to natrium, the formal term for sodium, which is why on the periodic table, to find sodium, you look for the big letters N-A on the periodic table, and that is where you get sodium, aka natrium. So then you have low plus sodium, and then finally, our suffix presence in blood. So A plus B plus C comes out to be low sodium presence in blood. You're dehydrated. You might be sweating a lot, sweating out a lot of your electrolytes to the point where you are basically dehydrated to the point where you're feeling very, uh, you know, low p- blood pressure, maybe you're lightheaded, maybe you, you need a little snack, maybe you just need some water, maybe a little pinch of sea salt, maybe some magnesium, potassium, all those other great electrolytes that help in the contraction of your muscles. That's why we have the sodium potassium pump. Sodium helps in the contraction of muscles. Potassium, uh, helps in the relaxation as well as magnesium as well. But magnesium is a different uh, mechanism as well because mac- magnesium, uh, is responsible for so many different actions in your body that you just have to be super aware that, uh, I was reading that only 80 some percent of, uh, our, uh, country gets the recommended amount of, uh, magnesium in our daily intake because we have just, you know, we've sprayed our soils and we've just, just pillaged our soils to the point where We've basically taken all of the dense nutrients, um, in the soil and it's no longer there. Like what people don't understand is that, Hey, I'm all about organic. But the thing is, is that organic is still being sprayed by, um, or crops that are being sprayed by some sort of, you know, chemical, but. AKA a natural chemical, but what is a natural chemical? What are natural flavors? Like think about all these things that we kind of ingest, but we don't really think about just like the, you know, speaking, we're just talking, we don't think about speaking, if you just peel back the layer of all of these things within our life, you kind of get a step up, you level up in a way and you have a little bit more information, much more than the the average person does. So. Without further ado, I'll shetty shut up because your boy is good at ramble bamblin'. But without further ado, I just want to say thank you again. Let's get into the true sense of some words. Let's dive into some etymology. I'll get back into some Latin, but then again, Mr. Lynch, I want to shout you out. I appreciate you, dude. If you haven't, I'm going to put you on the spot right now and go uh, write me on Spotify and and or Apple Podcasts. Uh, and or if you ever want to talk a little bit more, shoot me emails, guys, either at Latin and at gmail.com or Liam Connerly at gmail.com. L I A M C O N N E R L Y. Without further ado, let's get into our first word, dictum. Deco, dictum. First principle part, Deco dictum is the fourth principal part. Remember when I re- reference our supine? If you you guys don't know, look it up in grammar, it's a type of, um, adjectival, actually, you know what? I'm going to have to refresh because, um, all right, here we go. I got it up, uh, in grammar, because typically when I think of supine, I think of the supine position or when you supinate, when you supinate your wrist, you turn your hand, your, your hand or the palm up facing to the, to the sky, supine position is when your palms are out facing outward. Um, And if you look at that, what about if you turn it back in, turn your, turn your thumb in towards the midline of your body and then out again, look at your bicep. It actually kind of moves, doesn't it? Because your bicep, actually one of the functions of the bicep is supination of the humerus, Um, or super is supination of yeah, supination of the humerus. Um, So if you didn't know, now you know, supine refers to laying down and facing upright. That's the anatomical. Whenever you look at an anatomical figure, they're in the supine position if you were to lay them flat down horizontally. But in grammar, it's a Latin verbal noun used only in the accusative and ablative cases. Ha ha. Because accusative and ablative are only really apparent within Latin if you guys don't remember accusative refers to our direct object whereas ablative refers to our prepositional phrase and or the object of the prepositional phrase it is i remember denotes some sort of purpose but you know we have gerunds binds perfect passive participles, all that good stuff. But regardless, I don't need to get into all of that because I can get into what we're actually going to talk about, A.K. what does deco mean? What does it sound like? I'll give you a second to think about it. Dico dictum. Dictum, what is that? You have any ideas, maybe? Well, in Latin, dictum kind of sounds like dictate, in my opinion. What do you do when you dictate? Well, Latin, deco, dictum means to speak and or say. So when you dictate, actually you speak and or command. My dad had something um, because he's such a slow typer and in order to do all of his chiropractic notes uh, after patients, he got what was called a uh, a dictation system, AKA a microphone that he basically regurgitated all of the words into and they would be manifested and relayed back onto a word um, document. Dictation is speaking. Diction is the art or manner of speaking um, and or writing. Diction can relate to the way in which we see how an author utilizes words in maybe uh, an eccentric way, but it works well, right? Maybe it's a beautiful way that you haven't thought about, but um, you just like the way that they word it. Dictator, however, a dictator is one whose word has absolute authority, essentially. Uh, that tator refers to the absolute authority of one. Um, so then the next one would be predict, pre meaning before, and dict coming from dictum, which means to say. When you predict, you say beforehand what will happen, essentially. Benediction. Benny means well. And or good, bene. And diction refers to speaking, right? From dictum. Benediction is well-spoken words. It usually refers to a blessing, but it just means well-spoken words. How about a contradict or contradiction? Contra means against and decodictum means to speak. So if you contradict someone, you speak against them. Finally, my last one that I want to talk about is verdict. Where? Versus, V-E-R-U-S, means the true and or real sense. It's a derivation of etymos in the Greek. Versus is in Latin, though. Like um, the, it's where we get very. Thanks, Plain. Love you. Verdict, it is a true saying. So there's, there's so many really great words that really come from the word dicum dictum, decodictum, um, that it's really hard to leave them out. So I have a few others that I want to talk about, like addict. Ad means to or towards, um, and dicto means to speak and or say when you're an addict. Um, today, which is almost exclusive, is exclusively to refer to people that are addicted to drugs or alcohol or whatever. Um, it really started out to mean a legal action under Roman law, if you didn't know. It meant to give order or surrender to under uh, a decree of an order. So when you addict someone, that's what you do to them. People used to sign their letters. Your honor's more most addictive servant, essentially. Like imagine that in Latin, but they would say it like that, et cetera. Then it came to mean attaching it's, uh, oneself to a master or a leader or a cause so then that meaning has degenerated from there being addicted to your master ac and basically almost like appendaged to them um although we don't deal with that kind of stuff anymore thank god um it just kind of degenerated to the present to mean one who's really addicted to drugs or having any sort of chemical dependency but um yeah, I thought that, that was an interesting little historical etymol- etymological lesson. Also, what about dictionary, right? Dicodictum, dictionary, is a book which lists the words of a spoken language and all of their meanings. So dictionaries have been one of, honestly, the greatest tools devised to help people understand each other Um since the invention of language st- itself, you guys, like I really want to emphasize the importance of language because without language, think about what you would have probably nothing because we use language in order to delineate and uh, quantify everything in our lives. So for example, English and Latin and French and Latin. Uh, w- that's why we had, like, you know, dictionaries. Like, I have an English to Latin dictionary, a French to Latin dictionary, a Latin to French dictionary, a English to Latin dictionary. We started to make Latin or dictionaries that were compiled to help those speakers of one language to learn another language, essentially, which I always thought was really cool. And so it's just very, very, very important. Now, I think that's all I have for you guys today. I'm just going to go over dictum plus that little thing at the very beginning, but I just want to say thanks again, everybody. Thank you for your support and your inquisitive nature and knowledge and wanting to know more. Tempo says to Skittery.